started. Okay, great. So, the Bavli in Avodazara uh, tests Amud Aleph. Tana de Belio. Sheshes Alafim Shana Have Olam. The progression of the world is a progression of 6,000 years. Shnei Alafim Tohu. The first 2,000 years were the period of chaos and void. Shnei Alafim Torah. And then the second, 2000, second period of 2,000 years is the period of Torah. The Shnei Alafim Mimosa Mashiach. And the final stage is the, is the stage leading up to the climax of the world and its development and bringing about to total fruition. And in our sins, there has been taken from them what has been taken from them. Meaning, it could be that, that the Moshiach is able to come at any point during that 2,000 year period and depending on the, the merit of the generation, so it's brought about either earlier or later. So as the Gemara, Shnei Alafim Torah, all right, on, on this Brisa of Tana de Belio. So the Gemara asks, Alpayim Torah Me'emas, when does the 2,000 years of Torah begin? So if you were to, right, so the Gemara gives the obvious answer, Inema Mi Matan Torah, so the, the, the 2,000 years of Torah starts from Matan Torah, yeah? So says the Gemara, Ad Hashta Leka Kulehai, until now, meaning when the Gemara is being written, okay, somewhere between, let's say, the, the you know, the end of the second century to the fourth to the to the fourth century, let's say, when this conversation is happening. So from then until now there hasn't been two thousand years. Okay? Right? There's the Gemara gives a Khajbun to demonstrate how it's very it's it's not it's not even close to the to the two thousand. So says the Gemara, Ella rather when does the two thousand years of Torah begin? From the Pasuk May the es hanefesh asher osu becharon, the souls that they Avraham and Sarah created in Chara. And as we all know, Unkulos says on that pasuk, the nefesh, the souls that they created in Charon, right? The karivu leoraisa, that the souls that they brought close to Torah. Ugmiri da Avraham ba'hu shata bar chamshen v'tartehava. That Avraham at that period, of, at that point in time, was 52 years old. Kama Batsri, right? If, if you, and to, to do the calculation, we're not going to go into the details of the calculation, but basically Avraham Avinu was born, right, the Gemara says, in the year 1948, Olam. Okay? So 52 years later is exactly the year 2000, Olam. So indeed, from the moment of creation until Avraham Avinu's 52nd birthday was 2,000 years. That was the 2,000 years of Tov. And then from that moment when Avraham moves him and his family and his whole clan to Eretz Yisrael, okay, or to Canaan rather, okay, that is, that's the beginning of the, the era of Torah. Now I want to discuss what does it mean that there's this era of Torah that begins with Avraham Avinu. Right? We can ask on the Gemara's original Hava Amina that Lichora, it's a it's a good question. Why doesn't the Torah start from Matan Torah? Right? <laughs> the Torah is given at Matan Torah, right? As, as the Rambam uh, famously says in his Paris on Mishnayas and Maseches Chulin, that all of our hischaivos to Torah, all of our connection to Torah is a direct outcome of Har Sinai. Right? The Jewish people are obligated in the Torah as a function of Har Sinai. Even the mitzvahs that Lechorah predate Har Sinai, as we'll discuss in a moment, Brismila, Eramilachai, things of that, right? Things that the Avos kept, right? Our obligation to those things is only a function of Harsinai. 
So it's just the just the, the simple understanding is that the era of Torah, if there is such an era, should begin at Har Sinai. What was the introduction of Avram Avinu that created the era of Torah some 400 years before the actual advent of the giving of the Torah? So I want to read a section from the Rambam in uh, the 10th chapter of Malachim Mumuchamoseim. Excuse me, the ninth chapter. Al Shisha Devarim Nitztava Adam. Adam Harishon received six mitzvos. Al Zara, Al Berkas Hashem, Shvichos Damim, Gilearayos, Gezel, Vedinim. Idolatry, cursing God's name, murder, uh, stealing, and the, the, the commandment to set up a court system and illicit relations. Those were the six mitzvos. Right? Hosif Lenoach Evraminachai. Noach, when he was, when he exited the teva, as we read yesterday, when Noach exits the teva, he's allowed to, he's given the permission to eat meat, and along with that comes the prohibition to only eat meat in a certain way, meaning not to eat the flesh of a live animal. Okay. Lechein Haya Hadavar says the Rambam. This was how the this was the the, the crux of the matter. Ad Avraham until Avraham Avinu. Nitztava Yeser al Elu b'Mila. Avraham Avinu was given the mitzvah of Mila. Vehu hispalel shachris, and he also took upon himself to pray in the morning. Yitzchak hifrish maaser. Yitzchak instituted the mitzvah, introduced rather the mitzvah of maaser. Vehosif tefila acheres lifnos hayom, and he added an additional tefila, meaning Yitzchak also prayed david shachris just like Avraham, but he added an additional tefila, okay, lifnos erev, which we call mincha. Yaakov Hosif Gidham Nasha, the prohibition of Gidham Nasha, as it says explicitly in Parshas Vayishlach, these Palel Arvis. And he added an additional prayer called Arvis. Over Mitzrayim, Nitztava Amram the Mitzvos Yaseros. Amram, Moshe's father, who the Gemara in Sota says was the Av Bezdin, i.e., the, the primary authority of the Jewish people at that time, he added additional Mitzvos to the Jewish people. Right? Incidentally, I'll just add the the source of the Rambam for this statement is not is not is not particularly clear. I, I have no idea where the Rambam pulls this out from, and he doesn't specify which mitzvos Amram introduced. In addition, it's just an interesting aside. The Torah was completed through Moshe Rabbeinu, meaning says the Rambam very explicitly. Right? And by the, by the way, it's the same Rambam that a moment ago we quoted saying that our Hischaibus, the Torah, is a, is, a, is a total function of our Sinai. It's not that we're keeping the tradition alive from what the Avos did. Rather, the Jewish people as a whole are obligated in the Torah only as a function of our Sinai. But the Rambam also says that the process of Matan Torah begins with Avraham. It begins with the introduction of Avram, the mitzvah of Brismila, and his introduction of Shachris, which is, as we know, a very, very old practice of the Jewish people. To daven three prayers a day, it's made explicit in the Tanakh and Sefer Daniel that right, that Daniel every day would go three times a day, would face Yerushalayim and pray. Right, the formalization of tefillah and the way that we do it is a is a right is a function of Anshe Knesset Zagadola. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll get to you in a second. I promise. However, the, right, this is a very, this is a very very old custom, and we see right the main point of, of this whole rant is to emphasize that we see clearly that Avram Avinu began the process of introducing the Torah as such. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. Uh, where does it say that Yitzchak uh, established Where does it say that Yitzchak like, established where, where, in the story in the story in Toldos where he says that, that because Yitzchak is the first one to grow crops. In fact, he's the only one to grow crops. 
right? Yitzchak is the only one of the Avos to do anything in, in the agricultural, in agricultural uh, realm, which incidentally is why he likes Esav so much, because he's an Ish HaSadeh, which Bezrat Hashem will talk about when we get there, right? The, the, <laughs> yeah. So uh, he, right, so, it's, so it's, he takes, uh, he takes, uh, he takes Meiser from... Nachon, Kilu, what the right, the, the gift that he gave, right, the gift that he gave to to uh, to Avimelech was like a pseudo truma and Meiser type of situation, correct, correct. So we see the, the right the introduction, the introduction of Torah clearly begins with Avram Avinu. It's an introduction of Torah into the world. Now I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna emphasize over here, what is the chidush? Okay, if it's true that the technicalities of the mitzvahs were not relevant or not even introduced or known at all until Matan Torah, okay? What was the Torah as such that began with Avram Avinu? What, what was this idea? What was the idea, the Chiddush, the insight of Avram Avinu that we say that Torah as such begins from Avram Avinu? Again, even though none of the 613 mitzvos were yet known, however, Avram Avinu introduced Torah. That was the Chiddush of Avram Avinu, Torah. Now, in the Pasuk in, 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 uh, in Bereshis, right, this is where Chazal get their famous statement that Ha'avos right? Even the particularities of uh, something as, um, as uh, I was going to say less important, but something, something, something rabbinic in nature, right? Like Erev Tavshilin, even that was kept by the Avos. Yeah. So how do so how does how do Chazal see an allusion to this, right? Because as Avram himself, right, as the pasuk says, right, that Yitzchak is told by Hakadosh Baruch Hu, This is after Avram passes away, right? I will bless you and I will right, increase your children like the stars of the heavens. Akev, due to the fact or in merit for the fact, Asher Shoma Avram Mikoli. That Avram listened to my voice. Vayishmor mishmarti mitzvosai chukosai v'zorosai. All of the multitude of various terms that are used to refer to the mitzvahs in the Torah, the different categories. Okay, the Toros, the Chukim, the Mishpatim, right? The Mishmaros actually doesn't say Mishpatim. Excuse me. The Mishmaros, right? The Lavim, the mitzvahs, the positive commandments, Chukos, right? The, the things that we don't necessarily understand the reason, right? The reason for the Torahs, like the Torahs of the Shlamim and the Olos, the constructs, the systems of laws, all of those things were kept by Avram Avinu, every single one of them. Rabbi the Chiddush of Avram Avinu in introducing Torah as such was the Chiddush of what we call mitzvos. Mitzvos, right? Maisa, the Avoda of mitzvos was introduced as a Chiddush by Avram Avinu. Right? We th- it's very common to say that Avram Avinu, right, they say, you know, the monotheistic religions, the Abrahamic religions, that Avram Avinu Kabayochel introduced monotheism. Now, just a simple, you know, surface-level understanding of the progression of the right, of the story shows you how that's just completely not true, right? First of all, Adam right, knew obviously knew knew Avakadosh Baruch Hu. We had the correct understanding of God's right of God's essence and right right of the nature of God. Right? Another Rambam right from Hilchas Avodah talks about how Avodah developed only much later in the generation of Enosh. That 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 practice of Avodah of idolatry began only much much later. Right? And even while Avram Avinu was alive, you had Noah that was still alive for the first forty some years of Avram Avinu's life. Shame the Aver had a yeshiva in Avram Avinu's lifetime, and Avram Avinu was a Talmud in that yeshiva. He was their student. 
So the idea that Avravinu introduced a whole new theological system that was unknown before and even unknown at that time, completely wrong. It was known before. It was known at that time. There was even a, you know, a substantial following of people that were still going with it, right? So Avravinu did not introduce a theological system. What Avravinu introduced was the Chiddush of mitzvos. Mitzvos was the Chiddush of Avravinu. What is the difference between having the proper understanding, the proper gisha, the proper awareness of Elokus, the proper awareness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's reality and interaction with the world on the one hand, and incorporating the practice of mitzvos on the other hand? What is that difference? So I want to read a section from uh, Masechus Avos in the third parak of Masechus Avos, Mishnah Tess. Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa. Hu haya Omer. Kol shema asav meruben mechachmaso, chachmaso miskayemas. Anyone that his actions are more than his wisdom, his wisdom will be maintained. Vechol shechachmaso meruba mimasav, but anyone who his wisdom is more than his actions, ein chachmaso miskayemas. Right. Now, this is, this is where we're going to get a little bit... Uh, a little bit analytical. Right? The Mishnah goes on to give the parable, the well-known parable about the, right? Anyone who his wisdom is more than his actions, what is he similar to? Okay, that its branches are extensive. The And its roots are very, very weak. His actions are more than his chachma. Okay? Even if all the winds of the earth come to try to uproot it, it won't be uprooted. Okay? Now let's get analytical. Let's use our let's use our let's use our eon minds for just one moment, okay? First question. If I were to ask you, okay, we're gonna we're gonna compare a tree to the relationship between wisdom and action. Okay, so, so which part of the tree would you say is most similar to wisdom and which one is similar to action? Just, just, just logically, what would you say? Huh? Why? Why are the roots wisdom? Yes, that's correct. But why? Why? Nachon, nachon. Right? First comes the thought. First comes the thought. Your understanding. Your, right? You analyze the situation. You think about what you're going to do and then you do it. Yeah, so so the, the 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 actions are a product of the thought. So if anything, you're going to say that the right that 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 the that the that the roots the roots are the wisdom, and they produce they produce the branches. But the Mishnah says the exact opposite. The exact opposite. No, no, no. The wisdom the wisdom is the is the is the branches. Wisdom is the branch. The 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 actions are the roots. The actions would give you roots, and if you have more roots. If you have more roots, then branches, you want more roots. Cause, right, and indeed, the roots of the tree are like, it's really like the tip of the iceberg, right? The roots of a tree are substantial compared to the, right, what's visible, okay? The roots of the tree have to be incredibly, right, go incredibly deep, traverse, right, over, over, over a tremendous area in order to make sure that the tree doesn't move, okay? So indeed, if you want strong roots, make sure that you have more mycin. That's question number one. Question number two is the bomb kasha of the maral. When I read this rabosai, Number of years ago, <laughs> I was I was embarrassed to the fact that 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 you don't pay attention to this when you read the Mishnah. Think about what the Mishnah is saying. Kol shema asav merubin mechachmaso. 
Anyone that his actions are more than his wisdom, his wisdom will be maintained. And anyone who his wisdom is more than his actions, then he's in trouble. That's what the Mishnah says. Now, if you were to understand, again, again, we're still in the Eon mode, okay? If you were to understand, what is the Mishnah trying to say? What, what, is, the, what is the message, the Musar, that's being given over? The Mishnah Baba Kama says that, right, the Masechah Zavos is Mishnah's Chassidim. It's teaching you how to be pious, how to be righteous. It's giving you insights into how to live a noble existence. So what is the Musar? What is the secret that's being given over by this Mishnah? So you might say, it's, it's, it's something like, don't be a hypocrite. Like, if you have wisdom, if you have understanding, if you have knowledge about how to do things right, then do it, right? Like, you know, put your money where your mouth is, right? Don't, right? You can talk the talk and, and not walk the walk. It's a, right? You're living a self-contradictory life, right? Ma, you have to have Misa. You have to have Misa. It's commensurate with your Chachma, right? Something like that. And that's for sure true. However, it cannot be, cannot be what the Mishnah is trying to say, right? Just listen to the words, Rabosai. Listen to the words. Imagine two people, okay? Both of them, their Misa and their Chachma are a four. They're equal. Both of them are equal in their Chachma and their Maisa. Four and four, okay? One of them goes crazy one day and he says he's going to go learn in yeshiva for a year, okay? No one knows what happened to him, okay? He had a, he had a psychotic break. He goes and sits in yeshiva for a year. And his Chachma goes from a four to a six. It's the only thing that's changed. The other guy continues with his life. His Maisa is a four. His Chachma is a four. Everything's the same. The other guy, his Maisa stays the same, but because he sits in yeshiva for, for a year, so his Chachma goes up two notches. According to the Mishnah, is that guy okay? According to what the Mishnah says, is everything okay? No, everything's not okay. Because his Chachma went up and his Maisa didn't go up. But the guy in my title, all I did was go to Yeshiva. That's all I did. I just wanted to sit and learn. Is that such a problem? Says the Mishnah, yes, it's a problem. It's unbelievable to fathom the implications of this Mishnah. The problem is not to have a, a, an, an orientation between Chachma and Misa, that whatever you know, you should apply. It's not saying that. No, no, no. It's talking about a ratio, the, that you have to maintain a certain ratio. And regardless of where you're holding, regardless of, the, of, of where you're holding on the ladder, the Misa has to be more. Another example, just to show you the level of implication about this, okay? Someone who his Misa, okay, his Misa is a nine and his Chachma is a ten, According to the Mishnah, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. But someone who his Chachma is a four and his Misa is a three, he's better. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. Someone who his Misa is, 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 is orders of magnitude less. His Misa and Chachma are orders of magnitude less. But at, but at least he has the proper ratio. His, his Misa is slightly more than his Chachma, so he's okay. But someone who has, is leaps and bounds ahead, but because he has the wrong ratio, he's in trouble. Think about this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. To fa- right? This is this is the this is the morale on this Mishnah. I'm gonna give you the Tamsis, Okay, it says the morale in Achanami. This is exactly what the Mishnah is saying. This is what the Mishnah is saying. The Mishnah is saying that regardless of where a person is holding, okay, in his progression on Misa and Chachma, he always has to make sure that he's maintaining a certain ratio between the Misa and the Chachma. That he is always giving. A, a, right, a certain focus on the Misa to make sure that his mass of Merubin. So says the Maral, how is this? Why is this? Why is this the case? So the Maral quotes the Gemara from Yoma. Right? The Gemara in Yoma uh, quotes the Pasuk from Micha. Ki Hashem 
because the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu are straight, the tzaddikim yelchuvam, and the righteous will walk in them, ufoshim yechashlubam, but the wicked will stumble in them. Bemashet tzaddikim holchim hapshayim koshlim, in that which the righteous succeed, the wicked falter, meaning the same, the same thing, meaning the same actions that the tzaddik does and succeeds, the rasha does and he falters. Kinaselo sam hamavas, because the mitzvos of the Torah become, for this rasha, a potion of death. Says the Maral, Kini shechachma so meruba mimasa ve'eno nosein, eno nosein bitoy lechachma so. He doesn't give any expression to his wisdom. He doesn't act it out. Chachma so nases lo sam hamavas. His wisdom becomes a potion of death. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. If a person has a a a tfisa, an understanding, right, a, even understanding in in, in right in areas of Torah and areas of elokus. But he doesn't have a way of expressing that in Misa. That extra chachma that he has that isn't being given expression will fester. It will putrefy his mind and soul. If he's not given a way of being mevateh, of giving expression to the chachma that he has. And Rabbo say this is the secret of mitzvahs. This is the chiddush of mitzvahs. That Avram Avinu is showing us that in that in order for there to be a balance, in order for there to be a true shlemus on the level of the individual and on the level even on the universal level, there needs to be a way in which chachma can be acted out, because it's not enough to have chachma. It's not enough to have the chachma in the mind. Adaraba, if the chachma is too, if it's too intellectual, if it's if it's resting only in the theoretical sphere. It will become, it will become, as the Maral says, a Sama Mavas. It will become, it will become poisonous, it will become toxic. No. The Chachma breaks, breaks the Chacham. We spoke about which Pasuk? Chachma Ta'oz L'Chacham. No, 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 That's a Pasuk from Koralis. Isn't like the right after Mardukas, it says that... We spoke about this Pasuk when we talked about the Arminichs and the Pardes. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not sure which one I'm you're referring to. It. I'm gonna. It'll come to me. Okay. Okay. We'll think about it afterwards. I. I think. I think. I think. I know what you're referring to, but I don't. I don't remember the pasuk that we were. Anyway, this is. This is. This is. This is a follow-up from this maral. This is three prakim later in Parakamishi. There were ten generations from Noach until Avram. But right, the kulam hayu, Each one was worse than the next. Until Avram Avinu came and took the reward of all of them. Now, what does it mean that Avram Avinu took the reward of all of them is a different discussion. However, what we want, I want to focus on right now is the question of why were they so bad? <laughs> why indeed were these doors so terrible? Rabbi the Gemara in Chagiga says that when, Avram, that when Adam Arishon gained divine consciousness, that God imbued within him the soul of life, okay, that the Malachim, this is the Gemara Chagiga, the Malachim confused Kabayachal, Adam Harishon, with God. They thought Adam Harishon was God. And they began to Kabayachal pray to Adam Harishon. That is the level that Adam Harishon was holding at. Now, indeed, he, he fell due to his sin. This is true. However, as the Gemara in Baba Basra says that Reish Lakish was busy marking, demarking the graves in Eretz Yisrael, which is what he did in his spare time, and he was in Hebron demarcating the graves of, of the Machpelah, the Ra'as Akivaso shall Adam Harishon, and he saw the heel of Adam Harishon. He saw the heel protruding. Vahiyamacha Eino of Kegalgal Hachama, and it blinded him like as if he was looking at the sun. 
meaning that the, the, the spiritual intensity coming off of Adam HaRishon's dead body after the fall was the intensity of looking at the sun. Ke'ilu, right? These people were not uh, small, small people. Okay? Why was it, Dafka, that the generations from Adam to Noach, Adam and Noach were so bad that God said, I have to destroy the whole world. And the generations from Noach until Abram were also so horrible. They built, right, this is the Dora Palaga that happens during that time. In fact, it's, it, the Pshat of Chazal is that the Dora Palaga is in, is in Avram's generation. Avram is a young man during the Dora Palaga, and this is what gets him in trouble. But that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's another conversation. This is the Majashim, no? The the the, the pshat of the midrashim. I mean, it's explicit in Pirkei Abiyelazar that Avram is, is he 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 witnessed it. It's his opposition to the Migdal Bavel that 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 gets him into yeah. into uh, into uh, a conflict with Nimrod. Anyway, so be that as it may, the question is again: Why was it that these generations that were so close that they, they, their their experience of Elokus was so, uh, such such a high intensity, right? How was it they were so terrible that they were so horrible? It's worth finding the uh, exact spot in the Maral. Beteda, uh, right? And it should be known. No, excuse me, that's the wrong section. I apologize. Maral explains the following. The goof was in a state of being completely subservient to the, to the soul. Now when we say tafel, what we mean is, we don't just mean subservient, we mean that the experience of the body was, extre- was exceedingly weak. It's like when you add salt onto food that you're eating, so you're not eating, you're not adding the salt because you want to eat the salt. On the contrary, if you taste the salt, you're in trouble. Now you don't want to taste the salt. You're only adding the salt in order to experience the other thing better, right? That's that's the idea of tafel. So when we say that the body was tafel to Adam Arishan, what that means is is that the that the primary awareness of Adam Arishan as a being was the awareness of the neshama, and his body was only there so that he was able to exist in the material world, right? This is incidentally, right? We're going on a few tangents over here. The 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 minhag uh, in, in 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 most of Klal Yisrael to look at the fire of Havdalah in the fingernails. Where does this come from? Where does this minhag come from? So the Me'iri in Maseches Brachos, Daf Samach Aleph, says that this is a throwback to what the goof of Adam HaRishon looked like. Adam HaRishon, that you saw the body of Adam HaRishon, it was incandescent. It was, it, it glowed with light. And the only remnant of that on the current body that we embody is the fingernails. It's the only part of the body that will emanate light. Right? So to remember that experience, because right, the mitzvah of Havdalah, of the, of, the, of the fire of Havdalah, was also by Adam Arishon, that he, right, on Motzei Shabbat, when the light of Shabbat left the world, so he realized he needed to create his own light, and he created fire, and he made the bracha, so so too, we, 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 we relive that. And to fully experience that, right, the, right, the dynamic of what was occurring then, we look into our fingernails to, right, to, to ke'ilu have some memory of what it was, right, the experience of Adam Arishon's body, okay? 
But the goof was tafel. Okay, the goof was tafel. Okay. Vahayu, vahainu, shalo sovel klishus gufam, the weakness of their body, lo sovel erech chachmasam, it was not able to handle the intensity of their spiritual wisdom. Unbelievable. Vahainu kamosha kosov al hamishna kol shachachmasam erubavimasav. And this, in this, you will understand what we wrote in the what we wrote on the previous mishnah, right? A few program ago about anyone who their wisdom is more than their actions. Because the body was not able to give expression to any of the chachma that they had in a, in, a, right, in a proper way, it became totally distorted and totally corrupted, okay, that they fell in the ways that they did, right? To give, to give just concrete examples of what's going on over here, right? We mentioned in the door of Enosh, right, in the generation of Enosh, a few generations after Adam, okay? The people developed ideas about how to, how to connect to the existential realm. They invented the idea of paganism. They invented idolatry on that basis. Because they didn't know how to get how to how to give forth how to project forth this tremendous chachma that they had they didn't know how to do it and they 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 became corrupt in this manner and they gave expression to it in this way the Dora Palaga they thought that what they were doing was essentially this is a sugi and medrash Rabbah, but they felt that they were essentially giving a proper response to the to the event of the mabul to prevent another mabul they need to build this tower and in order to do this they correct they created this dystopian society. Right? Because of their because of their distorted chachma. Again, the distortion comes from not being able to give proper expression to the chachma because the dimension of the body is mekulkal. Now, I want to I want to clarify what I'm saying. When we say that the goof is mekulkal, when the goof is broken, we're not saying that the guy has like a nutritional disorder or a muscle atrophy or something like that. We're not talking about like a, a material ailment. What we're talking about is the consciousness of the body. The consciousness of the body is not developed enough to be able to give expression. We all experience this. Nothing that I'm saying right now is esoteric. This, nothing could be closer to us. When we see small children, okay, when they're having a temper tantrum, or when they're over, or, or, or on the opposite side of the spectrum, when they're overly excited about something, and they're not able to control themselves. They're just give ex, they're giving expression to what they're experiencing in an unorderly fashion because they do not know any other way to do it. They don't know. They just don't know. And there's a shlemos that comes from maturity that allows proper expression of the internal experience to be given forth. Which is why in halacha, what determines a gadol? What determines a gadol in halacha? In secular law, it's when you reach a certain age. Whether it's 16, whether it's 18, whether it's 21. When you reach a certain age, you're a gadol, you're an adult. In halacha, how do you determine the godless of a person, whether it's a woman or a man? By the physical maturity. The, when a person reaches physical maturity, that is an indication that they are now able to give forth Something internal to them. Something inside is able to be given proper expression. The... Just read one more Mishnah from Masech okay? The Shali Shali V'Shalcha Shalcha Mishnah everyone is familiar with, right? The, right there are Arba Midos, someone says, what mine is, what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine, right? So on that line of Shali... Sh- right? There's one version, right, uh, which is sheli shelcha, the shelcha sheli. What's mine is yours, and what's yours is mine. Says the says the Mishnah, harezu am ha'aretz. This is an am ha'aretz. <laughs> Why? Because he has no concept of what property means. He does. He just thinks that, you know, what I own, I don't really own. You could do whatever you want with it, and what you own, you also don't really own. I can also take take it if I want. So he's an Amara, he's just a fool. Okay? 
Says the Bartanura on this Mishnah. It's unbelievable. Just 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 listen to a Bartanura who 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 lived right here. He was the he was right, he was the Gadol of Yerushim, he was the Gadol of Eretz Yisrael in the late thirteen hundreds when he came here from uh, from Italy. Uh, says the Bartanura. This is what Chazal mean when they use the term Am Haaretz in any place in which they use it. A person who wants to correct the world, he wants to do good, and he has no idea how. That's the definition of an Am Haaretz. An Am Haaretz, he wants to do good, he wants to. Someone who walks over to you in the street and says that to you, you know, what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine, he probably means good. Probably, right? I mean, we can imagine someone saying that. And you've probably even heard some versions of that in your life, right? Someone who says that he probably, what he means is like, like, let's share. Like, I'll, you know, I'll give you some of my stuff, you'll give me some of your stuff, it'll be great. That's probably what he means. But, but he doesn't understand, he doesn't have the insight, the self-awareness to understand the implications of what he's saying. If, if, if there's no baseline of, no, actually what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours, he doesn't have that baseline, then he has lack of, he has lack of, lack of awareness to be able to actually maintain anything good from that, right? Before Avon Avinu Rabozai, the whole world were Amaratim. That's what we mean before Avram Avinu, it was told. Everyone was Amaratim. And again, it doesn't mean Amaratim at the individual level of the guy who, again, lacks the self-awareness to understand the implications of what he's saying. That's a specific, that's, 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 that's the micro level of the Amaretz. We're talking about a global, universal phenomenon of the Amaretz. That the whole world was in a state of Amharatsus. They did not know how to give expression to anything inside of them. Any, their whole internal experience was, was not able to be given forth. It just wasn't. Avram Avinu was able, he introduced, okay? And incidentally, I, I, the, the end of that section from the Maharal in the first mission that we quoted. For this reason, Avram Avinu was given the mitzvah of Mila. Which is the, which is the, the covenant that was emblazoned on the flesh. It's on the body. It's on the material body. And it's not Stam Rabosai. That the Gemara and Nadarim brings up the fact that Avraham, Gematria Ramach, Avraham, the name Avraham, is the numerical value of the 248, which is the 248 positive commandments of the Torah. The Misa. It's the Misa. Avraham Avinu is the Misa. I don't know why I just closed that. No. I want to end off with one more Indian just to, just to bring this home just a little bit more. All this obviously it requires a lot of thought. We can't just you know this is this is this is this is this is primarily food for thought. But just to add another layer of, of what we can think about to Chazal say in a few places in Shas on the Pasuk uh, in in Tehillim Aleph Va'aleu Lo Yibol that the someone who who devotes himself to Torah will be like will be a, right, a tree a sh- right, a sh- that is planted on with good access to water right and will give its fruit in its proper time and its and its and its and its, uh, and its uh, leaves will not wither says the Gemara Peros 
the Paros is the, right, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the Torah that he produces, right? That's, that's the fruit of the Talmud Chacham. The fruit that the Talmud Chacham produces is the Torah. Okay? Va'alehu, and what are the leaves? Okay? Melamed she'afilu sichas chulim shel talmideh chachamim srichim Talmud. We learn from here that even the mundane speech of a Talmud Chacham requires study. The mundane speech, meaning it's not the fruit, it's not the primary thing, it's the leaves, it's the... It's the subservient element of the tree. Even those things require study. One of the places that Chazal bring this name is in the Gemara and Sukkah. And Rashi says on that, okay, the Gemara says, Afilu, right, right, mi, 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 sichas chulen. So says the Gemara, why do you call it sicha? Why do you call it dvarim? Afilu, divrei chulen, right? What's, 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 what's the sichas chulen? So it says Rashi, Sichas Chulin Mashma Bedavar She'ino Miskaven Lomar Klau, meaning just he's just speaking without the Talmud Chacham is just speaking without any intention to give over anything. Dvarav Mashma She'his Kaven Limsor Divrei Torah. But if it's right, Dvarav implies that he's intending to teach something. So it's when the Talmud Chacham is just speaking and just just without even paying attention, the things that he says and the way that he speaks give over words of Torah. Another place that this, that this Mamer is brought up is in the Gemara in Avodazara. And here Rashi says something slightly different. Listen to our Rashi, Rabbasai. Listen to our Rashi. Afilu sichas chulen shel tamid hachachamim tzrichem talmud. Tzricha talmud kidei lihislamer ledaber belashonam. So the person could know how to talk like a Torah scholar. Shuhu belashon nikia, osher, umarpe. From the language of a Talmud Chacham, you learn you learn cleanliness, right? Purity, right? Purity, richness, richness, and healing. Purity, richness, and healing. You learn these midos by listening to a Talmud Chacham speak. And this is the aleyu lo yibol, the leaves of the Talmud Chacham. Meaning, not what, he's in, not what he's giving a shir, not what he's giving a chiddush. No, when you see him in his mundane conduct, in his regular run-of-the-mill stuff, you observe that, and you could learn purity, in richness, and healing. Marped heals. It heals a person from just observing this, interacting with this. It it it, 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 it gives a person healing from from their from their own corruption. It's unbelievable. Just having that mundane interaction, the mundane interaction, because the sod, Rabosai, the sod, is that someone who becomes a Talmud of Avram Avinu. A Talmud of Avram Avinu. He goes from the Amaratsus, from the mundane, from the domain of the Tohu that preceded Avram Avinu, okay, from the chaos and void that preceded Avram Avinu, into the era of Torah of Talmud of, of, of Avram Avinu, meaning becoming a Talmud Chachamim, a Talmud Chachamim. What he's able to do is to imbue everything. Everything that he does is able to be imbued with the Osher of Torah, because. That's the sod of mitzvos. That's what mitzvos mean. Mitzvos means being able to give expression to the chachma in all areas of a person's life. That's what that means. And the mundane chatter of a Talmud chacham is permeated. Is permeated with this richness. And this is the sod of This this is the sod of what it means that Avraham Avinu introduced Torah. Not that there was Matan Torah, not that there were mitzvos, not that he wrote the first version of the Rambam. That's not what it means. That would come much later. That's, that's, that's the formalized version of Torah that's given to Am Yisrael hundreds of years later at Harsinai. But Torah as such, 
Torah as su- I mean, the, the, the system by which we are able to imbue all areas of our existence from the supernal to the completely mundane and secular to imbue it with a certain richness. And the goal, Rabosai, the goal is to become a person that that is visible, intangible, even in the most mundane areas of life. Even in the most mundane thing when you listen to someone speak. When you listen, just, you just listen to someone speak. You, 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 you see the refinement. It shines forth. Shines forth. Chochmat Adam Ta'ir Panav Pasuk in Kohelas. Right? The, 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 the wisdom of the person shines forth from their face. I remember Rav, uh, Rav Shechter, I heard from Rav Shechter that Rav Soloveitchik would say on that Pasuk, Chochmas Adam Ta'ir Panav. Where do we find this? Where do we find an actual case of that happening? That the wisdom of someone shines from their face? Moshe. From Moshe Rabbeinu. What does that mean, it shines from their face? This is the Torah that he, does, that, he, that he can't make explicit. He can't give it over in words. He can't say it. But you look at him and you get an inkling of what's going on. An inkling. It, you can't, it might not even be artic, articul, articulable. It, like you can't say it. But, it. but you see it shines forth. The refinement shines forth. Which is why practically, Rabosai, practically, Chazal say, Godol shibusho yosem limudo. Interacting, serving Talmud HaKamim is much more important than learning from them because there's things that you can't learn. You can't give a shear on how to do this. You can't give a course on how to be an Avram Avinu. You can't. The only way to become an Avram Avinu, to become a Talmud of Avram Avinu, as Chazal say again in Masech Hazalos, to be a Talmud of Avram Avinu. You can be a Talmud of Bilam or you can be a Talmud of Avram Avinu. Those are the two options. How do you become a Talmud of Avram Avinu? Of observing, of observing how that plays itself out of listening to the Sichas Chulin, listening to how they speak in their mundane chatter, about how they talk about the weather. That's how you learn how to become a Talmud of Adam Ravina. Of course, of course, it goes without saying. It, this, is, this is in addition to the explicit Torah. There's the Divrei Talmud Chacham and the Sicha of the Talmud Chacham. As the Gemara says, right? there are two things. There's the Dvarim and then there's the Sicha. Both are very important. But the full extent, the goal that we're trying to reach is that also the Sicha is imbued. Va'aleyu lo yibo. And Be'ezrat Hashem. To be all, we should all merit in our own way. There's no one size fits all when it comes to this. In our, each of us in our own way to become, to merit, to be Talmidim mi beis midrasho shal avmarim. Chizkuviyamets levavchem kol hamiyachalim na'ashem. Thank you.